Porque... Welcome back to the What the Fork Happened This Week podcast in association with Viper Goalkeeping. Um, we had a couple of weeks off. I would say we went into a hiatus, but we are back and a hiatus tends to mean you're not going to come back if you live in music world. Um, nonetheless, so we have came back to discuss the ins and outs of Phil Collins' music career, potentially, but mainly, probably, the European Super League. So we're going to change things up a little bit. I think people who listen to the show regularly will know we'll choose a, a hero, a villain, goal of the week, moment of the week, and generally drift off to wherever we want to. But I think we probably have to talk about what's happened in the past couple of days with the um, European Super League. And we're going to have a good discussion about it, see what we think, which I'm sure most of you will understand uh, our viewpoint. And then we're also going to have a little bit of a laugh because it's all a little bit too serious. And we're going to choose teams that we would like to put into the European Super League and um, for them to, to cease to exist and never come back again. And hopefully I'll get to the entire episode without vomiting everywhere because I've got a serious case of these six. Um, but the team that we have today is it the usual lot. It's Ian, first and foremost. Ian, how are you doing? Are you all right? Yeah, yeah, I'm good, mate. How's, how's yourself? Significantly looking less David Moyes with a haircut. <laughs> Significantly yeah, looking sorry, Less Alan Hansen, sadly, as well, which I was quite enjoying. Oh, wow. But um, yeah, I'm quite sad about that. You've got no look like he's at the minute. Um, unlike Scott, who, of course, looks like Carl Pilkington. Scott, how are you doing? Are you all right? All right, mate. Look like every bald guy there is in the world. Like just Carl Pilkington, Tyson Fury, the guy who loves three doors down for me. Anybody who's bald is just like, we all look the same. Basically, bald in a beard. With your big fat orange head. Yes, like a boiled egg upside down. <laughs> and Jack, how are you doing? Are you all right? I'm pretty good. I'm just uh, enjoying that, uh, that analogy there. Yeah, it was um, very interesting. We've got uh, a little bit of Andrea Sherler with me. You've got Tyson Fury and, uh, yeah, a slightly, slightly modern-looking Alan Hansen tonight in Graham. In, in Ian, sorry, I mean very, very uh, sophisticated Alan Hansen, yeah. I've only ever had one look oh. like, and I quite... Uh, I quite liked my look alike, but then everyone was just like, no, mate. Mine was Toby Maguire. No. I've got the I've got the I've got the lip that goes over the top a little bit too much. I think it's just the same thing. He's got that kind of like the Alan Pardew. But obviously I don't look like Alan Pardew and certainly don't have the dance moves of him. Um <laughs> Scott, I'm gonna I'm gonna start with you because technically you follow Scottish teams. Um so in a sense, you can probably have, well, not a neutral viewpoint, but because obviously it affects all football fans, but probably uh, you're not involved in the English leagues directly, so you could probably have a slightly different opinion to us. But European Super League, we know it's shite, um, but put some gloss on it about why you think it's shite. Uh, no, I definitely think um, I probably, I said this to you guys yesterday when we were, we were chatting about it, and I definitely think that I, would maybe have a different viewpoint because obviously it doesn't really affect uh, Scotland. And uh, for once, I'm going to stick up for Rangers and Celtic and say that uh, calling it a Super League, you know, Rangers and Celtic between them mm-hmm. have won more European trophies than some of those Super Six that they're calling for England as well. So, you know, that just shows that it's all about the money. It's not really about prestige or anything like that. And obviously, I really have no, I, I don't care about Rangers or Celtic, but there's no denying that they're, they're big clubs. They are both big clubs. Um, for me, I'm probably going to sound like the better Scotland, Scottish football supporter here. But see, for me, for some people, I think, go, crack on with it, let it happen. And the reason being is that for years and years and years, we've had to put up with this conversation of if Celtic and Rangers went to England, if Mullerwell went to England, they wouldn't compete because they didn't have the money. And you know what? You're right. We don't have the money. 
Scottish football is what it is. Right? It's our game. It is what it is. If those six go into the Super League and the FA, as they're reporting, they might do, say, you're, you're banned from playing the cup competitions, you're banned from the league, You know, players aren't allowed to play for their, their national team, which would be a disaster for Scotland because that's like three of your best players out straight away. But if those six go, you've got to imagine that the sponsorship starts to go. You've got to imagine that, you know, the Scottish Premier League can't even get a sponsor. But the sponsorship goes, the TV money goes, the international sort of, what's, what's the word, the in, international interest in the, the Premier League goes, right? And I would never advocate, obviously, for any teams going burst or anything like that. But what you might find then is that I'm not going to have to listen to, and no offence to them, Burnley supporters or Sheffield Wednesday supporters saying, oh, my granny could score in the Scottish League because, well, do you know what? See now, you have no money. Like, we have no money. And then we would actually see what it would be like. That's not really a, a fair and representative view in terms of most football fans. You know, I just always think, i seen today Glazer saying that this will help money go down the pyramid, Right. Where was the money when Burry were going bust? Where was the money when Macclesfield were getting wound up? Where was the money when Gateshead didn't have anywhere to play because Joe Calla didn't pay the rent bill on the stadium? That's the pyramid. There's no money in the pyramid. And see that pattern? That just makes it worse for me. So I, it's shite. No, I don't want to see it happening. But part of me thinks that this could be our chance to reclaim football for us Ian where, where are you coming at with it what, what's your thoughts um, I well oh, actually Scott's um, made some really valid um, their sort of points there and I'll probably echo some of them um, I'm actually glad it's finally out there you know because every season it's off you know, Super League, um, you know, rumours. This has been going on for, you know, you know, late, you know, decades now. Um, so obviously, like, you know, the 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 Champions League and all that stuff is just not, uh, the, you know, um, they're sort of sufficient for these these their sort of clubs. Um, yeah, and I and I'm and I would, you know, just really like to see what what the actual um, this sort of fallout of this will will sort of be. So you know, every, everyone's bringing out lots of strong, um, strong worded um, their sort of statements saying, "Oh, you know, it's going to ruin everything." Um, you know, will will expel you know you know clubs or uh, you know players will be banned from you know playing for their their sort of countries. Um, there, I think, I think what we actually have have to sort of look at is what stands by by sort of law, because, um, you know, this in in a way this this to me almost this sort of mirrors the the league one and two wage um their sort of cap. So the the league you know voted that in, um. But basically, didn't really think about well, is this you know legal? Um, you know, it turns out it's actually not. Um, I'll you know, so I think things like like sort of labor laws and stuff like that, you know, is going to play a big part in in what sort of happens next. Um, already I heard Steve, um, they sort of parish on um, their Sky Sports, and he was saying about you know, they you know, they'll probably. You know, sort of give in to these six clubs in some way just to keep them, and oh, I don't know, I don't know what they're, they're to make of that. But um, you know, I think like Scott said, there's a chance that there's a big um, this sort of reset, this sort of button, um, and you know, could be uh, very this sort of positive. So yeah, would you know really like to see what what's going to go on. The thing is, though, like, 
you mentioned it there as well, Ian, and I don't know, like, Jack, maybe see what you think, because I've already kind of said what I think about it, but see the whole idea of, like, saying that players will be banned from playing for their country, right? And Ian, you mentioned it there, the labour laws and things like that. To me, and, and coming from the background that I come from as well, that there's so many legalities around about that, because you're saying to, for example, Andy Robertson, okay, your choice is you either don't play, as an example, you either don't play for Liverpool and you can play for Scotland, but you breach your contract with Liverpool because if you're fit and eligible to play and you're selected, then you should play. But you don't play for your country, potentially at the first major tournament that we've played at for 30 odd years. So, you know, that kind of labour law stuff comes in there as well. But I don't, you know, these are the kind of things that would need to be to be ironed out with But I don't know, Jack, how would you feel if the, like, your work told you that you were allowed to do one thing, but you know you weren't allowed to watch Scott Squad uh, if you kept going to work? How would that feel for you? I'd miss that. I'd miss Tom Spraggins. Um, <laughs> no, I, 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 it's difficult to feel sorry for professional footballers, given the fact that essentially they do, and it's no fault of their own, but they do earn obscene amounts of money for basically a recreational game, but that's the profession and they get it. But in a way, I do feel for them a little bit with that because I imagine for some players, playing for the, the country will probably be, you know, one of the highlights of the career. So, I mean, to 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 take that away from them because of this technicality is a bit, bit shit on their behalf. But I think in terms of the overall um, Super League, it's it's been coming for quite a while, as, as Ian touched on it. I mean, I wasn't, I don't remember football before the Premier League, so I'm... I'm Pretty young. I can't remember. Can't remember the football before the Premier League, but I imagine this was, quite, this was This was <laughs> this was quite <laughs> as groundbreaking. Then I imagine in 1992 when they were like, "We're going to create a Premier League, and it's going to be massive television rights, massive corporate, you know, commercialization of it." And I think this is probably that times five at this this level. But it's always been coming because the big teams essentially have just gone from always being before the Premier League, the big six in England were always big clubs. But now they've become like mega massive corporate machines. And it's like the, 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 the hell bent on not just winning, but making as bleeding as, as much money as they possibly can out of the game. And regardless of the fact that the top six of the Premier League and they compete in Europe and they get the biggest share of the telly money and all the commercial sponsorship and et cetera, they're wanting more. And it just it begs, the, begs the question when will they stop? When they get this, what, what, when's it going to stop? What, what, when's, football, when's the football bubble going to burst? You know what I mean? And it's like, from us outside of it, yes, we're in the same country as them, but we're looking up to them thinking, if that's the game, do, do I mean, I'd love, I want something to get back from the ball, don't get me wrong, I want to back in the Premier League, but if that's the way the Premier League's becoming, it's like, it's losing all the value for me, I think, when it's becoming basically a commercial, just make as much money as you can race, rather than actual, it's becoming less about the competition of the football, and more just about a bank balance contest, really, and that's not the game anyone wants to see at all. Um. People might notice my voice went missing there. You'll be disappointed to know that I made it through five minutes of the episode before Barf and my guts up in the toilet. So I don't know what they said when I was away, but I feel a little bit better and I've been sick. So I'll now give you my opinion on the European Super League. Um, yeah, not a fan um, at all. Uh, I think that much is obvious and we're kind of in agreement on that, really. Um, I find it bizarre that none of the players, I mean, I don't know the legalities and stuff like that, and this might have been already discussed, but I find it a bit bizarre that not no one's really came out and said, well, no, I'm not doing that, and I'm leaving like as part of the club, so, or as, um, although there was an Arsenal women's player who tweeted something today, and then it got taken down, which I was a bit like, mm, it's a bit odd. Um, I find that the we're going to be taking the women's clubs with us as well, a bit like daft like is that all of the clubs like together like all 12 of them and they're also going to have a, a women's super super league because it's already called the women's super league so they're going to have a women's european super super league um i just take the, the money argument away from it because there's no point in me going over what's obviously been said and and is correct but i find it bizarre that there would be clubs that don't want competition i i mean I must be so far removed from the world of a billionaire and millionaires 
because I cannot understand anyone, no matter how much money you have or don't have, not being in a competitive sport and wanting to compete. I suppose the argument would be, well, you can win the European Super League. I, but um, I just, I can't see if the FA say what they're going to do. And like, and like, like mine and Ashley's first thought was Scotland. You lose Robbo, you lose uh, Kieran Tierney, you lose McTominay. Like you lose all your best players more or less straight away. And I can't see players standing for that. Like if, if those clubs owners take away those three players chance of playing in the Euros, let alone like the English players that's, you know, Scotland haven't been there for a long time. If you take away like the captain's chance at playing at like a major tournament for his country, probably one of his only chances, it might be his only chance. Like, why is he going to want to stay at Liverpool? Are all these clubs not just going to lose their best players because of that? And that, that to me doesn't really make too much sense. Um, I'm going to have to speak a little bit slower because otherwise it's going to be another sick moment. Um, I'm actually quite impressed by how dedicated to the podcast I am, bless me. Um, I think we could probably go around a, the table and, and, and probably repeat the same points that we have. It just, it's, I think it's not good, is it? It's just not what any of us want. What, what I think as well, I think the, what they're eyeing up as well, um, Graham, is perhaps the, the, the new television bill. I think the... Premier League and the Premier League and Sky Sports have had this kind of partnership, haven't they, for the best part of 30 years, whereby Sky's the major broadcaster for the Premier League and the Premier League allows Sky to pretty much pick and choose which games they want to televise. It will work hand in hand. But I don't think that's enough for them now. I think the clubs have seen how widely watched the Premier League is and I think they want to tap into different markets. I think you're going to see clubs playing games in like they're doing pre-season, you know, when they have pre-season tournaments in Singapore or Dubai or wherever. I think you're going to see brand new uh, broadcasting markets open, but you're going to see pay-per-views on the table again. You're going to see things like Man United versus Inter Milan in Dubai. Then you have to pay £45 for like some kind of um, pay-per-view or something like that. And it's just it's just sucking the life out of everything that you go to football for. There was a Bobby Robson quote, like, and that's something along the lines of, what is a football club? It's a little boy who goes into his first game, looks up at the, the ground, holds his dad's hand and without being able to do anything, falls in love. And uh, it's, a bit, it's a bit corny, it's a bit cheesy, but I think that's why people love football. It's not for the bank balances and the commercial aspect of it. And I think that's taken over now from the football. I don't know what uh, you think, Scott. No, I think I read something earlier on and it was saying about, I can't remember who it was uh, that, that said it, but it was somebody that was involved with the uh, with this Super League. And apparently in like the documents, and I say apparently because obviously I've read them, but in the, the documents talking about the, the construction of it, it refers to fans in two different classes. So it refers to the, the legacy fans. And the legacy fans are those fans who have brought the clubs to where they are now. And then it refers to the future fans and like the, the fans that they want to attract. Now, certainly between you three guys, you know, how much money have you punted into Sunderland over the years that you've been supporting them? Right? You know, myself, and obviously, you know, I, I'm not comparing like Motherwell to like Man United or even like Sunderland or a League One, League Two team. But that is so disrespectful and that you know, we almost went bust. We were in administration. We nearly lost our club. And if it wasn't for Motherwell fans, partly, you know, getting together, chipping in, and then, you know, having a go and, and saving money and making money and saving the club, we wouldn't have a club. So to meet to UEFA or whoever, the, to the Super League, if these legacy fans aren't good enough, you might as well shut the door. Because if you if you don't have your legacy fans, you've got nobody. If you've not got your your, your fans that have gone week in week out, and I just think it's uh, I just think that's it's just it's angered me. It's just it's really I don't really get angry with football things, but this this stuff has really really bothered me. Uh, so we'll see how it progresses and, and where we go. Um, I think we had said that. For a bit of a laugh, we were going to have a, a look at uh, who three teams each that, that we would want to see going into a, 
a super league, or maybe we should call it uh, a shipper league, maybe something like that. <laughs> uh, very topical, Graham, whatever you are. Um, but basically, we decided that we would have a think about three teams each that you would want to go into a super league because it would get rid of them, basically. So, Ian, who's your three and why? <laughs> um, well, I'm not so sure about actually getting rid of them, but what I did want wanted to think about was actually which which three teams would I really like to see um they're sort of represented on that on that um their sort of stage. Uh, and in your right and on that worldwide sort of stage as well, because that's what um you know they, they are um they're sort of looking for. So I've picked from my three favourite um their leagues. You know, so so they're the leagues um that I like to watch. The my first one is um the English. Um and this is not a this is certainly not a established um the sort of European side, but it's a side that's done, you know, really well over the past um four or five uh their seasons. Um they have a really um, they're sort of radical, um, they're sort of manager and from quite small sort of means have actually done um, really, really well for, for themselves. So uh, who I would really like to see playing in, in the Super League and they to you know, really represent um, their England as well as um, their w- <coughs> excuse me, Wickham, um, their Wanderers. So um, yeah, they're, they're my pick for uh, their sort of England. I mean, I would imagine, you know, the Super League is going to have big, um, you know, sort of fireworks and, you know, you know, sort of anthems and all that prior to the match. And, you know, could you imagine Gareth, um, their sort of Ainsworth stepping out at, um, at uh, the sun, their sort of zero and, uh, you know, he'd, he would just, you know, fit right in really, wouldn't he? So, uh, yeah, so that's my first one, yeah. Mm-hmm. I can Fenwell versus Real Madrid, I would... I would pay good money to see that, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, I think that would be absolutely brilliant, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so, Jack, do you want to give us your first team then? We'll start to build up. So we've got Wickham, Wanderers, and then the drum roll. Well, um, continuing the theme of um, sort of pretty shite League One teams, I was having to think of like which teams... Providing Sunderland don't get in this, which I don't know, I'm, I'm not going to put Sunderland in, but I'm looking at it from a fantasy thing. If I was a Sunderland fan, which team would I definitely not want to go to? And I was thinking, which is a long journey and which don't I have a very good record at? And I come to the conclusion that Gillingham would be one team that I wouldn't mind just kind of clearing off, really, because it's a bloody long way from the northeast. We've got a bad record there, we've lost a couple of times. And this, they had a temporary stand, which I appreciate. You know, you have grounds that sometimes have temporary stands. Um, but this was just like, it was. A, I mean, it was. I wasn't helped by the weather, but it was just a snowy, rainy, miserable day. And I was stood in this temporary stand, and I think Phil Parkinson was managing, and I was just like, this is the worst experience I've ever had at a football game. So I think, yeah, get rid of Gillingham, get them in that. That kind of room one or one style fantasy league, so we don't have to play them anymore as long as Sunderland don't go in this as well. Wow, wow, things are not good with my stomach at all. <laughs> Fair play to the boys for holding up. I don't know what's been said. So, before I have my next five minutes sick interval, um, if you hear my voice go, that's what I'm doing. I'm just being sick. Um, Norwich City, I'm putting in, I'm putting Norwich in. And it's not against Norwich. I used to live with a Norwich fan and he was a nice guy. Dave Dobby, if you're listening, very big fan of Dave Dobby. I liked him a lot. But I just think it would be help, like healthy for Norwich to be in a division that they can't get relegated from nor get promoted to because they kind of just bob about. I could have put Fulham in it, but like Norwich are worse at it. They keep the same squad with occasional differences pardon me, and just bob up and down. And I just think it would be nice for the fans just to have like one wave of emotion where they just finish somewhere in a league that they can't get relegated or promoted from. 
So Norwich is my first pick. I'm going to move on. Uh, Scott, was your first pick your first pick? My first pick, <clears throat> seeing as you've all given your English ones, I'm going to give mine as well. And it's uh, Salford City. Um, <laughs> just purely because, and obviously we're talking about the Super League and everything, you know, and uh, I've seen what Gary Neville had said yesterday. And, and I do agree with Gary Neville. And I, I like Gary Neville. I do like Gary Neville. But when you're given that rant, when you're standing there speaking into a Sky Sports microphone, uh, after Sky Sports are sending, you know, like, they're sending, like, I don't know, Sunderland to Plymouth on a Tuesday night and things like that because it fits in with their screen. And then you also have Gary Neville in the class of 92 who own Salford City. You know, it's a bit rich to come and talk, I think, about the, the impact that, that money can have in football. Um, and also the, um, where they came up, to the National League three seasons ago, maybe. They signed Adam Rooney from Aberdeen, and I believe that they were paying him about four grand uh, a week. Right? So, you know, we're talking about money filtered in the pyramid, but you've got teams in the National League who are paying four grand a week. Uh, and I just don't like that. Uh, I just, I, I don't like when teams buy success. And I had this conversation the other day. Uh, we, I was talking to my mum about it, actually, uh, who's not a big football fan, but we were talking about Super League and the money. And I said, I would be disappointed if, like, an Arabian sheik came in and bought Mullerow. I, I would not like it. I don't think it would ever happen because we're, we're fan-owned. But... I, if, if we get success, I want it to be because we've, we've earned it, not because we've bought it, really. Uh, so, Salford City can go in there. Jack, who's your, uh, who's your second team in the Super League then? Well, following on from what you're saying about kind of soulless football clubs, I'm going down, I didn't realise, but both of the clubs I've picked are playing Sunderland this year because they're both in League One. Um, but I'll pick MK Dons for a very similar reason. Um, because well-known story, of course, they basically needed a team for Milton Keynes Dons, and I think it was about 2003, I think they were formed, 2004-ish. Um, and basically went, yeah, we're gonna have we're gonna have Wimbledon, we're gonna have them like some kind of franchise-style NFL deal whereby they just take a club, move it to a different city. I mean, there's not a great deal of, of distance between Milton Keynes and South London, but it's Milton Keynes is not South London. Um, and basically just moved it to a different city and went, yeah, we're going to rebrand it and call it a different call it a different team name and just take the club. And it's just like horrendous. Moving on, you know, going going back to the, the you know, ripping the soul out of football. And that it's things like that that you, you would never have heard of kind of 30 or 40 years ago, unthinkable. Now we're coming to creep into it more and more. You're seeing that kind of commercialisation of it and rebranding and it's all about, you know, how fans can maximise, how teams and clubs can maximise commercial opportunities and and things like that. Um, and it's just, it didn't leave a very good taste in my mouth. And I don't think anyone, even any any neutral, would have a great deal of respect for MK Dons. And also, Scott, we've got about, I think, I don't know how big the stadium is. I've been there a couple of times. It's about 10, 15,000, I think, maybe more. Um, and they never get more than about a couple of thousand. It's just proper Lego stadium with nobody in. So, yeah, empty shell of a football club, so MK Dons can go away as well. <laughs> Graham Fittenden is looking very handsome. <laughs> so, um, what about... So, I, so, MK Dons, I think, probably, uh, I would agree with that. And uh, it does come down to it. I think, like, the, the, the kind of four or five years... We're, I think we're quite similar, like in our, in our values and stuff like that. And obviously, we have a lot of conversations about other things. And I think football was our, our values are the same as well. And we, we we both support teams, or we all support teams who like to sort of kick us in the balls anyway. So there's a similarity <laughs> there. So, MK Dodds, uh, Ian, who's your who's your second team? Um, yeah. So so yeah yeah. So like I said earlier, I've gone for my. Um, so, the, so, so this would be my second favourite um, the league to to sort of watch or, or the league I'm most um, invested in 
you know, certainly. So <clears throat> um, I am going to head to um, their Scotland, you know, funnily enough. Um, before I say who, who my team is, I, I actually want to touch on one, um, their sort of point. And, you know, we're talking about, about the Super League and how it's, uh, you know, how it, how it could sort of potentially change um, their things. And, um, you know, actually limit, limit the, the, the chances of, um, you know, sort of seeing your, your team in, in um, you know, sort of European action or, or, or moving up, up the, their sort of pyramids and things like that. Um, and one of my favourite um, their memories of, of Scottish football and um, in um, their sort of Europe is actually uh, their, <clears throat> their sort of Motherwell's um, the UEFA Cup, um, they run back in oh god, nineteen ninety something. I can't remember where you know, but um, is it to Dortmund? Yeah, Dortmund. Yeah, haha. Uh -huh, yeah, it's nineteen ninety five, um, nineteen ninety six. I think it was maybe. I mean, that may have been yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah. Let me check that. That uh -huh. may have been after we won the cup. Oh, if you don't, yeah, you can't come back on if you get that wrong, Scott. Mine, Motherwell uh, die hard. See, to be fair, I was only three at the time, so <laughs> I can't, I'm trying to remember. Uh, actually, I think it was, uh, let's see, Motherwell versus Dortmund, when was it? Did, I, uh, I didn't yeah, really. I, I was right the first time, it was 94-95, so I did know Jack, yeah. so. <laughs> I didn't realise Motherwell had such a, such esteemed European pedigree, Motherwell against Bristol, which would have been decent then as well. Well. Oh, I, you, I tell, you know, yeah. tell you. Well, well, I tell you, yeah. Um, there was a lot. I think, I think there was a fair few of um, the the games were actually they're sort of televised. Um, so they were on BBC. Um, they're Scotland. Um, and yeah, yeah, actually, they uh, they they might actually like uh, they this one, Jack. So 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 Motherwell had the young mid the. Midfielder called called Paul um, their Lambert, and um, uh, you know he really burst on on uh, um, the the scene, you know with with this um, their run, they they did play their Dortmund, they they got beat. However, Lambert played really really well. They the, the following season they actually signed for them, and then won the um, the the European Cup. So. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, knew, I knew that. I, I, I did know Paul Lambert went to Borussia Dortmund and won the European Cup in '97, but I, I didn't think he came from Motherwell. So yeah, uh, mm -hmm. every day, every day is a school day, and that's something I didn't know. Like, <laughs> but I mean, that that actually really stands out for me. I, you know, I still, still, still sort of vividly they remember watching the the the, the games and that it was really good. Um, so anyway, my. The, unfortunately, Scott, I haven't picked their mother well to represent Scotland in the, in the, That's the Super fine. I've got enough trouble going to Aberdeen, never mind Azerbaijan or whatever the games are going to be played, <laughs> so that's fine. Um, however, um, as it is, is a Super League, and for Scottish football, certainly um, the Glasgow has to be um, their sort of represented. Um, but, you know, we need to make it, you know, different. Um, I haven't picked Queens their park. However, I have gone with um, they're the Jags, uh, so their park thistle. I think should absolutely represent Scotland. Uh, and you know, Glasgow will be well up for those big, um, you know, European nights again, won't won't they? So yeah. I have uh, talking about like when Paul Lambert went to Borussia Dortmund. I have an excellent story about <clears throat> not so much that, but in, involving that. So. Um, about five, four, five years ago, maybe, I went to Hertha Berlin, Borussia Dortmund, uh, at the Olympiastadion in Berlin with five of my pals. And obviously, we had tickets for the Berlin end. And uh, I probably told you guys this before, but uh, we got talking to some, some Dortmund fans. And I had uh, like a motherable sort of tracksuit top on. It was springtime, so it was like a sort of light my little tracksuit top on and a, a Dortmund fan comes up to me and he points to me and he's like Motherwell and I'm like yeah yeah and he's like 
Paul Lambert. I said, aye, that's right. He said, do you know Paul Lambert? And like me being the absolute dickhead that I am, said, <laughs> Paul Lambert's, he's my uncle. Right? So oh. the next thing, this German guy shouts on all his pals. So he's shouting at all his pals and he's like, come here, come here, come here. So like all these German guys appear. And he's like, oh, this is Paul Lambert's uncle. This is Paul Lambert's uncle. And I'm like, oh, Paul Lambert's this guy's uncle. And I'm like, oh, fuck, what have I done? So then the next thing, his pal appears for like pints of beer and hot dogs. And he's like, ah, oh, for Paul Lambert's nephew? Yes. And starts like giving me and my pals pints of beer and hot dogs. <laughs> so like, I'm, I'm feeling terrible about this. Right? I'm like, I can't turn around now. And they're like, oh, so we'll get you tickets, come sit in the Dortmund end, come sit with us, blah, blah, blah. And we're like, no, 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 we've got tickets, blah, blah, blah. And then one of them says to me, do you have any pictures of your Uncle Paul on your phone? And I'm like, that. oh, no, what are we going to do? So I had to get one of my pals to talk to this guy for like five minutes. I'm on Google in the corner trying to find a picture of Paul Lambert that looked like something that he might have sent us. So I found this picture and it was like at like a Player of the Year awards and he had like the tie and everything on. And I'm like, yeah, uh, he sent this to my dad because it's, it's his brother. Uh, he sent this to my dad uh, before the Player of the Year awards. And the guy's like, oh, this is wonderful. It's Paul Lambert's nephew with pictures of him. <laughs> and like, honestly, see to this day, I feel so bad about it. Um, but it was brilliant and it ended nil-nil. So uh, I got my comeuppance for going to Berlin to watch a game and and that happened. Um, however, there's a link there to, to... I've got two Scottish teams that I want to put in. And there's a link to the first one, Paul Lambert, and it's uh, St Mirren, which might seem like a bit of a strange one for, you know, uh, why St Mirren? People, if you ask me, would probably think Carmel Ackies or Rangers Celtic, but no, no, St Mirren. And the reason being... Um, I used to work in Paisley, where St Mirren are from. And about four years ago, Mullow were playing St Mirren in a relegation battle. And it was essentially whoever won was safe from automatic relegation. And um, my old work tweeted good luck to St Mirren. And I replied to it and said, they said good luck to everyone from, I'll not name the, the institution, but good luck to everyone at St Mirren from dot, dot, dot. And I replied to it and said, apart from me, because I'm a Motherwell fan, and I got hauled in by my boss the next day because it was from my <laughs> professional account and I had replied to it. So St Mirren nearly got me the sack. So they can go into the Super League and get rid of them. Uh, the only good thing about St Mirren is you get free beans with your pie. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I knew there'd be a link to pie somewhere. Like you, you love your uh, your pie uh, analogies and re reviews, don't you? Oh yes, that was a that was an absolute cracker of pie that I had today. <laughs> steak, steak, haggis, and black pudding. Like oh, a pastry. I can't a wait. Spot. To, I can't. Oh, it's a, it's a bit of peppercorn sauce on the top. Oh, I'm telling you. <laughs> oh, can't <laughs> wait to get back to fit by try your pies again. <laughs> so was it you know just a standard a standard pie size? I just like the it was like a Scotch pie case, uh, with short right. crust uh -huh. pastry in the top, and then oh, it's my pal's brother's, uh, pal's brother's butchers that makes them. Oh, mm -hmm. and I'm telling you what a, what a pie this was, but uh, no, still, classy, yeah. St Mirren pies are decent, but because of their behaviour, they can still go into the Super League and never come back. <laughs> Graham, have you got a second team for us? Back temporarily, yes. Um, I think Wickham's been taken, hasn't it? Yes. Yeah, I can't choose Wickham. Um, oh God, how bad do I sound? <laughs> if anyone wants to, uh, did you mention to everyone what's been happening? Are the viewers Stop. aware? We, we just went professionally as we always would and continued, like, you know. <laughs> just eased in. Heavy, heavy vomps. Don't have Alka-Seltzer if you're feeling vomity. Apparently that's not the right thing to do. Um, so bad. Like, on oh man. Anyway, um, feels like a 24-hour sickness bug, so hopefully I'll be okay tomorrow. Uh, Redden. 
because, mm. and I mean this in the best possible way towards Redden, I cannot imagine anyone would give a shit if Redden ceased to exist. Like, Red, they're just the most nondescript football club that has ever, ever like, there's no team I can think that I care less about than, than Redden. Like, they, I just don't care. Like, they had that stupid song, and I'm not even putting them in for that. I just, like, Redden, I, I went there once and got shouted at by a woman. All the food in Tesco's was rank. And whenever we played them at the Majetsky, we'd always get done 1-0 or 2-1 by a stupid goal by, like, Stephen Hunt. That wasn't even over the line or something. They're just such... This is not professional of me, but I haven't got... I'm not in the mindset for being professional. Redden are just stupid. They're just, there's no <laughs> point in them. There's no point. Like, they had that song that was daft. All I remember about them is Kevin Doyle played for them. And then he went to Wolves. And Dave Kitson... Mm. It was it just Steve Sidwell. I can't I don't know who Ajaria. plays for them now. Ajaria. Well there you go, Ajaria. You know what I mean? How can you play for two of my football clubs and be shite for both? That's some feat. Like and then do all right for Redden. It just it's proof that they're completely pointless. So Redden, straight. I'm not even put them in the Super League, in the bin. In the mood I'm in, because I've just puked my guts up numerous times and left used to get on with it. Redden can go in the bin, not the Super League, the bin. Get in the bin. I'm hoping we get some uh, good feedback this week. You know, I think they might be saying, could just go with it, Graham, from now on. <laughs> that, would be, <laughs> that would be fine. Who forgot in the Super League? Because I've missed out on all of this. Norwich. Will we have a quick, will we have a quick fire? So I've got, um, I've got Salford City and St Mirren. I picked um, Gillingham and MK Dons. Uh, yeah, um, MK Dons, I'm totally fine with. And Thistle. Thistle. Why did you put Thistle in? Thistle was going to be one of my choices, but then Kingsley. I would Kingsley deserves to be in the European <laughs> Super League of mascots because brilliant. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, Glasgow needed there to be in there, Graham, and that was I felt that was the most appropriate um, their team for it. But what what would an Englishman say though when he comes to Glasgow and a Glaswegian asking which football team is supposed to Partick Thistle like basically cease to exist? They're just gonna panic and go, ah, Queen of the South, and they're gonna go cold it, talking shite, they're from miles away. <laughs> so we've got Maybe one team juniors. left each. So is it one team one left team each? each? Well, my other yeah, one was yeah. Wickham, because I feel like Wickham can we can put Wickham in twice because oh, yeah. It'll boost their PPG. Um, <laughs> but it would be nice to see Wickham get stuck in a division where no matter how many points they get, they're just limbered there forever. Because let's be honest, no one's going to watch. This 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 European Super League's not going to make any money, is it? It's not like people are going to be like, oh man, I can't wait to see Joe Jacobson. Like, it, that's not going to happen. So none of these teams are going to make money. So if they do break off into the European Super League that we've made, they're going there before ceasing to exist. So basically what I'm asking is, which teams are we happy to see cease to exist? Or who would you not care about? So, Wickham twice. Um, I feel like I'm going to really annoy Redden and Wickham fans, but that's fine. That's what you call engagement, guys. Get in touch. Leave your comments. Tell us what you think. Tell us why, why you think I shouldn't hate Wickham. And make it a good argument as well, because you're going to have to. You're really going to have to make it a good argument. I quite dislike Wigan at the minute as well, because they boiled my piss last week. That was pointless. Like, why Why would you beat Sunderland? You don't need to beat Sunderland. I know you're going down in that, but you've got new one. Are you going to be fine? You're going to go down. League two's laugh. It's fine. But Bolton are loving it. Didn't have to beat us. So maybe I should go Wigan. Aye, I'll go Wigan. It's a good away day, but I can live without it. Wigan Athletic. Up the ticks. <laughs> Scott, who's your third team? <laughs> uh, well... If you wondered why St Mirren was a random team for me to pick, then this one will be even uh, more random. And it's at Brecon City. Oh, the, yeah. <laughs> I, and it's 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 not because they've got a big hedge. It's nothing to do with the shrubbery of the ground. It's because I read a stat the other day that they've only taken 62 points from a possible 456 
I reckon I could probably get 10 pals and we could play that amount of games and we could get 63 points. So, uh, they, they can they can just go in the Super League, you know. Like you say, they can just play teams that are never going to go anywhere. But uh, that, what a shocking statistic that is. And somehow, somehow, they're still in the professional league. Somehow they're still, well, for the next three weeks or whatever, probably, they're still in League Two. I've seen that about Brecon. They've won like 17 games in the past, like 250 or something. And I've just seen this poor, like, <laughs> this poor last that supported Brecon. And like, <laughs> a profile photo just looks so sad. And I was like, oh, bless. You're like super that's, sad. That's like, Kim. I, she I, is I, like a proper Brecon fan. She is like home and away. Like, the kind you've got proper respect <laughs> for. Like, you know, but I imagine it's that. Still great, is it? It's bad enough going to see your son, but at least you've got like sometimes 4,000 away fans to commiserate yourself with when we draw <laughs> away to Bolton. They're going to break and you'd be like to the man. And like, I mean, how many fans will they have? Like 100 away, maybe max? But I, I probably, if that, probably even if that. But that brings me back to Redden. Probably more than Redden would bring to the stadium like on a Tuesday. <laughs> Red, you know, Redden, who's legitimately played in the top two divisions for the past 10 years. Uh, they actually, Brecon isn't, isn't there far away from where I live. Uh, and in actual fact, I actually grew up in Brecon and used to go and watch them quite a lot with my dad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's been and, nice. Uh, and yes, but, but, but but yes, Scott, you're absolutely right. They were they were shite then, and they're shite now. So um, I, mean, I have nothing against them personally as a club. I don't actually think I ever remember having played. I remember uh, getting knocked at the Scottish Cup and penalties by Forfar once, uh, and some weirdo <clears throat> inscribed it in my black refuse bin that was out for collection the next day. They inscribed. <laughs> Fuck the whale, <laughs> four for four, because four for scored four penalties against us. Uh, <laughs> but I don't actually have anything against them. I just think it's wild that they're that shape. Breaking sounds too close to broken for my liking, and I think that's written in the stars. <laughs> um, Ian, who was your, your final team before I go puke again? Well, oh, oh well, I'm going to change it, because what I actually did was... Uh, pick which, which sort of team I wanted to, to see represented from my favourite um, their leagues um, so it would be uh, you know so like so like a team who would never be be sort of represented um, mm -hmm. on on a Super League basis um, actually you know I'm still going to go for it because they will rise from the, the flames of uh, of the Super League um, so we're actually going to go back to an old favourite of, of the pod, and that is the first league of um, North Macedonia. Yes. Um, and um, Vada, who are who are the leading um, their team in that league uh, and have won 12 championships. So I, I want to see FC Vada up on the European Super League this stage. Uh, so that's my you, third You'd choice. pay money for Wickham away to Vada, to be fair. Yeah, I'd, uh -huh. I'd 10 quid yeah. stream. Aye. It'd be one angle, definitely one angle. You wouldn't get the four camera angles, that wouldn't happen. Um, and last but not least, Jack, uh, this is going to be a really weird pod. I feel like I've like orchestrated the beginning and the end and just left the middle out, um, which is effectively I have. But Jack, who, who completes the the Super League, the, the shite Super League, shall we say? Uh, I just decided to throw a comedy one in, so I picked two kind of nondescript southern English teams in our league, but um, did a bit of research earlier, and apparently there's a team in um, Argentina called Deportivo Moron. Um, <laughs> who I just I think that's class, you know. You know, imagine the fun you'd have in the chance with that. You know what oh, I mean? A moron, I'm a moron. You're a moron. We all love the morons, and uh, <laughs> we're morons till we die. And more, you know what more, I mean? Just more morons, more, more. Yeah, you, you can have bags of fun with that. And, I don't think they've had enough recognition. They haven't had enough recognition. You know, that's probably the first time I heard them was about an hour ago and I had a look. Isn't and uh, Deportivo yeah. Wanker as well. Yeah, there's them as well. Um, you know, and any anybody with basically a comedy 
comedy name. There's another one in. Uh, let me have a look and see which country these are from. Depot Team Wanker could probably have gone in if that's even a team because they're always on the up. Um, hey. Hey. Uh, there's a team in Norway called uh, Football Get Fart. So <laughs> any, anyone with anyone with uh, anyone with that there was a, there was a team in South Africa. They've changed the name now, but they were called um, Botswana Meat Commission, um, <laughs> which it, it sounds like a bit of a dodgy, dodgy video. That doesn't it? Let's be honest. That sounds like something you'd see on, like you know, your, your late night telly. That how, how did you look at that? Oh, I was just flicking on the channels. I wasn't watching it. Yeah, yeah, you weren't watching it. We know. Why does it? Why is nine ninety nine on the bill? What, what? For Botswana Meat Convention. Botswana Meat Commission. What's that? No, that's some. That's some obscure '80s indie. Um, the hard hardcore sort of punk band. I think that's. Uh, I think it's like the next Arrow video release. Next out an Arrow video. I told Botswana my nephew Meat Convention. He picked. Uh, I said to him, "Right, let's let's pick a team. Any team in the world you want." And. Uh, we were on a journey somewhere, like by that I mean like a journey to like Gateshead, not like a spiritual journey. We were like in the car, <laughs> and I said to him, like, "That's where my mind went." Like, I mean, it's just a like, journey. A journey, and uh, he picked Chin United FC from the yes. Myanmar League. So <laughs> like every Sunday when I see him, he's like, "Oh, Chin FC, we're playing yesterday," and I'm just like, hilarious. <laughs> it's it's a lot of things. Um, so I think that completes our league. I, I'm really surprised we got through this. I don't know if we did because I missed half I, of it. I just want, can I just say one thing? I think I worked out why you feel so um, they're sick there, Graham. Yes. Uh, and I think it's, it's um, they're the wallpaper that's actually at, at uh, they're the back of Scott's head. Uh, <laughs> that's pretty far out. It looks like it's dizzy that, and it makes you dizzy that. No, it looks like um a Mr. a Mr. Oh, Misek. Is it Misek? No, I, I put it there like see when I'm teaching, I put it there and it's like pure like 70s lost and powers, and then I'm like, hmm. <laughs> 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 it reminds me of that video of that teacher in America when the kid farted and just all the kids just gone brilliant. Brilliant, brilliant in inverted commas TV. Um, yes, we, we somehow got to the end of the episode. Thanks for anchoring it while I was literally... Uh, honestly, if you listen, I'm not joking. I wasn't, like, making me tea or nothing. I've got sickness. <laughs> I was, like, doing... I was getting down with the sickness during the podcast, um, which is a great podcast title, actually. Um, but, Scott, thanks for anchoring things, or Jack or Ian, whoever anchored what, when. Um, I hope we you... We all did it really. It was just, it was, yeah, it was a group effort. It was like three up front. I'm looking forward <laughs> to listening to the middle section as I edit. <laughs> Thanks, lads. No worries. Cheers. Cheers.